discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for this opportunity to hear your word, to be blessed, to be inspired. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I want to give you an opportunity to ask any question. If there's any question bothering you, I have something to share with you this morning. You know, this is something I've been doing for some time now. Uh -huh, but I'm being prompted to allow you to ask any question. If there's any question bothering any of you here, this is your opportunity. You can ask, and I'll answer it for you. Okay? Any question? Any question on your heart, on your mind? You can ask. Yes, he has a question. Yes, he has a question. One of the major ministries of the Holy Spirit is leading. He leads you. But after the question, then I'll, I'll comment on it. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's actually this is a question um, I wrote down for my shepherd. So okay. You yes, I'm also your shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So the first time, the very first time he spoke to me, he was telling me about the Holy Spirit and okay. how he relates with the Holy Spirit. Okay. And there's this question I want to ask. Um, I want to ask if the Holy Spirit, he told, I remember he told me the Holy Spirit is our guide, like our friend. Yeah. So I want to know how, how, how do I know, like in the decision making, this is the Holy Spirit talking to me or this is something else. Because sometimes you make some decisions and then, Later on, you realize, oh, this wasn't the will of God. So I want to know, how do I know when the Holy Spirit is talking to me or something else is just talking? It's just my mind trying to deceive me. Beautiful. Great question. Do you think it's a powerful question? Because you need to know how. How the Holy Spirit leads. Okay? Yes. I was just mentioning that one of the major ministries of the Holy Spirit is to lead you. Okay? Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Look at Romans 8, 14. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Do you see? So, your sonship or your daughtership is dependent on the extent to which the Holy Spirit can lead you. So, it's a very important um, thing to learn and to become acquainted to. Okay? Because it's for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So it's like if you are not led by the Spirit of God, you are not the, you are not the son of God. <laughs> are you seeing it? The word son here is different from every other word that you have, every other place where you have son or children. This one is heos. It means matured sons. Do you get it? Mature, it means matured ones. So your, your Christian maturity is directly proportional to how much the Holy Spirit can lead you. The more the Holy Spirit leads you, can lead you, the more matured you are, spiritually speaking. Do you understand? 
Now, there are four main ways that the Holy Spirit leads us. Four main ways. The first one, now take notice of these things. The first one is the Holy Spirit leading you by something called the inward witness. The inward witness. Say the inward witness. The inward witness. Say inward witness. Yes. Now, go to verse 16 of the same book and the same chapter. So, same book, same chapter. Romans 8, but this time around, verse 16. Can you all read it to me? One to go. That we are the children of God. The word children here is technon. It means those who are born by God. Do you see? Giving birth to... Maybe I'll talk about this during the service. Uh, I may talk about the different levels of growth today. It's part of the things I'm supposed to talk about, so I'll mention the scripture. But this is the spirit itself. This is old King James, so he uses itself. If you read New King James, do you have New King James, NKJV? He will say himself, because the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not, uh, you see, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So even, how do you know you're a child of God? How do you know you're a child of God? How do you know you're a child of God? Can anybody answer that question? By believing that Jesus came to die for us, and yes, then, yeah, so yes, after repentance, I believe I'm child of God. Yes, because the word of God says to do something, God says, Do this if you believe in Jesus as Lord and you believe in the fact that He died and rose again the third day, you shall be a child of God. You are born again. That's what the Bible says. And because the Bible said that you do what the Bible says and then you become a child of God. Now, when you become a child of God, there's no outward evidence that shows that you're a child of God. If you're taller, you don't become shorter. Or if you're fat, you don't become... How many of you became fat when you became born again? There's nothing like that. Do you see? Uh-huh. So it is not... There's no physical evidence that you're born again. But there's a spiritual evidence that you're born again. It's both in a word and also something you know from within. You just know. Do you get it? I just know that I'm born. I know that if I should die today, I'm going to heaven straight. Don't you know that if you die today, you go to heaven? If you don't know, that means that you need to be thought seriously. You need serious teaching. <laughs> like I'm doing now. So that you know what the word of God says. Because in Romans chapter 10, look at Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9. Romans 10, 8 and 9. But what does it say? The word is near you. In your heart and in your, in your, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. Next verse. That if you confess your mouth with, with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall you will be saved. Have you seen it? If you what? confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, next verse, verse 10. For with the heart man believes, for with the heart man believes, this is King James and this is NKJV. Okay. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, for with your mouth, okay, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, you, you believe with your heart, and then you confess with your mouth, and then you receive salvation. As simple as that. Do you get it? Now, because the word of God says so, you know that you are born again. Because if you have done this, then it means that you are born again. Please, you understand? Now, the Holy Spirit is the one who confirms to you from within in your heart that you are a child of God. He bears witness 
with your spirit. That you, so it's called the inward or inner witness. He bears witness with you. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. For the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So if something as sensitive as being a child of God, this is the most important thing in your life. If that is known by the inward witness, you just know. I don't know if you get it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You just know that you're a child of God. How many of you know that you're a child of God? Is there any physical thing that shows that you're a child of God? No. You just know from within. Who is the one who makes you know from within? It's the Holy Spirit. I see what I'm talking about. So the Holy Spirit's job is to bear witness with your spirit. If he bears witness with your spirit about the most sensitive thing in your life, which is the new birth, then he will bear witness with your spirit concerning every other thing of your life. I don't know if you get it. He will show you which one, who to marry. You just know from within that this is the person I'm supposed to marry. You see, and he bears witness with your spirit, meaning that your spirit man, your spirit must be a sure guide for you. Are you in the church? Go to John chapter 14. John 14, verse 16. Okay, let's read from verse 15 so that it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And I'll pray the Father. This is Jesus talking. Yes, I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Who is the comforter? The Holy Spirit. He says the Holy Spirit will abide with you forever. So he's with you all the time. He's in you all the time. Listen to this. This, this is what I'm saying very well. Because this is Christianity. This is basic Christianity. If you don't understand these things, you have trouble. Okay? You have trouble when someone says, I, I, the, the Lord said to me. You say, ah, how did the Lord say to him? How come the Lord does not talk to me? The Lord is always talking to you, just like you've not been hearing. So next verse. Look at the next verse. He says, he will be with you forever. Abide with you. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world cannot receive him. Anyone who is not born again cannot receive him. The qualification to receiving him is being born again. He says the world cannot receive him because he seeth him not. Neither knoweth him. They don't see him. They don't know him. But you know him. Why? For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Do you see? He says, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Next verse. Next verse. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you again. The world does not know him, but you know him. You what? Know him. You see? Do you know your mother's voice? You know your mother's voice. So even if your mother, you can't see your mother physically, and your mother, your mother is talking, will you know that it's your mother who is talking? Oh, how many know of, of you know what I'm talking Will you know? You will know, right? Yes. A child that is born very fresh knows the mother amazingly. Yes. They know. Even from the womb, they know. So there's an inner organization of the of, of God that makes you know God's voice easily because you are the sh- you are his sheep. So you know by virtue of being born again, you, you just know the voice of the Lord. By virtue of being born again. And you know when it's the Spirit of God who is speaking to you. Okay? Now, <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense. I'll, I'll help you. Don't worry. John chapter 10. Look at John chapter 10. Let's read from verse 4. John 10 from verse 4. And when he put forth his own sheep, he go out before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Have you seen it? The sheep know his voice. Who is the, who is the shepherd? He's talking about Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Godhead. He says the sheep know his voice. So, so long as you are his, you know his voice. There's an inner setup from within that makes you know him. You just know his voice. When he speaks to you, you know he's the Holy Spirit. Now, your mind may cloud it. 
So you, your, your mind may cloud it from, from cloud you from knowing exactly, ah, is this the Holy Spirit or is it not the Holy Spirit? So what you do is that you fill your mind with the Word of God because there's a language that the Holy Spirit speaks. The Godhead speaks a language. Hmm? Say the Godhead speaks a language. I can't hear you. God has a language. Okay? God has a language. Am I speaking a language now? What language am I speaking? English. I'm speaking Ghana, but you don't you don't understand why? Because your mind is not trained to understand the language I'm speaking. It's what I'm saying. Is it a language? It's a language. But how come you don't understand it? You don't understand it because your mind has not been trained. It's only because your mind has not been trained. It's not that it's not a language. So the problem is not with what I am saying. The problem is with your mind not being trained to understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a language. Please, you understand? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. I can speak Guan too. I don't know if you speak Guan here. Anybody who speaks Guan. I can speak Guan. Do you see? It's a language that exists. People used to communicate. They speak in it. But because your mind has not been trained to know it, you will not know it. That is why you need the word of God to train your mind to know when God is talking to you. Because God speaks in a certain language called his word. The word of God is a language in which God speaks. The word of God, the Bible, is a language in which, if you don't know it, you wouldn't know when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. So you wouldn't know when he's guiding you. Because you don't know the language. Does it make sense? Huh. But inwardly, there's an inward design from within for you to understand the language and you need to all you need to do is start training your mind to know the language okay hebrews chapter one chapter one verse one god who has hundred times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophet says god in in the past spoke to us by the prophets then he says uh, he spoke to us by the prophets okay then he says in this last days he has in this last day spoken unto us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the world he says now he's speaking to us by his son okay you see that the word his is in brackets when you read the bible and you see anything in brackets it means that it is not in the original translation what it means is that the, the translators put it there for it to read for it to make sense especially king james sometimes they'll italize it it will be italicized you see that as you're reading a certain portion is in italics what it means is that it was not there in the original rendering it's not in the original transcript they added it for it to make english sense do you see aha uh -huh. so you can read this way has indeed god has in this last spoken to us by son by what but that is not correct english isn't it by son so the translators thought they thought ah, it's not correct english let's do it by his son uh -huh. But actually, it is correct English. If you go home and tell your friend, the word by can also be translated into in, because the, the Greek word is en, en, and it's the same word that is used for in, by, through, it's all the same. The Greek is richer than English. So one word in, in, in Greek can represent a lot of words in English. Are you understanding? So you can read this. God, God has in these lines spoken to us in son. In what? In son. Hello? 
Uh-huh. But it sounds like it's not nice. That's why they chose by his and added his to it and added the son to, and put the son there. Okay? Because they thought it was wrong, but it's not wrong. Has in this last day spoken to us in son. The son is a language. Jesus is the, is the word of God, isn't he? So if, if you go home and you say, the preacher spoke to us in French. Is it wrong English? It's not wrong English. It's correct English. That's what he's trying to say here. He's, God has spoken to us in a language called his son. Because his son is the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning of the letters and the end of the letters. Have you ever heard alpha and omega before? Revelation chapter 1, um, verse, verse 12. Look at Revelation 1, verse 12. And, it, and I tend to see the voice that spoke with me. And being 10, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Go up. Look for um, uh, I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Aha, okay, verse 11. Saying, I am Alpha. So the voice came saying to him, I am Alpha and Omega. It was Jesus who was talking to him. And Alpha is the first letter of the Greek word, isn't it? The Greek <laughs> language. First word. And Omega is what? The last, so I am the first, I am the beginning of the alphabet and the end of the alphabet, meaning that I'm a language. Do you understand what I'm saying? So all you need to do now is to train yourself to understand the language by reading your Bible. Okay? When you read your Bible, all I'm trying to say is that just read your Bible. When you read your Bible, the Holy Spirit can talk to you. You will understand when the Holy Spirit is talking to you. Okay, let me show you a verse. John chapter 12. Let's read from verse 24. John 12, 24. Jesus was having a meeting like this and God spoke. And when God spoke, nobody understood it. God spoke. Hmm? Verily I say unto us, at the corner of which goes on next verse 20, uh, 25. He that loveth his life. Next verse 26. If a man save me. Next verse 27. Okay, 27 is my says, Now is my soul troubled. This is Jesus talking. So he's just having a meeting like this. He's talking. He says, Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I into this came I unto this hour. When he said that now, next verse. Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. A voice came. But look at the next verse. God spoke from heaven. The people, therefore, that stood by, all those who stood by said and heard it said, Hey, that it thundered. They heard it as thunder. Others said that angels spoke to him, but they couldn't pick the language. God spoke, used words, but because their minds were not trained, they heard it as thunder. <laughs> Are you in the church? Yes. Similar, a similar thing happened with Paul. Paul was on his way to Damascus. He saw a great light. He fell off his horse. And when the, Jesus was talking to him, Jesus spoke in the Hebrew tongue and spoke words. But the people who were around Paul heard it as sounds. Woom, woom, bam, woom, woom, bam. They couldn't pick the words. Why? Because their minds are not, were not trained to understand the language of God. Okay? Are you in the church? That's what I'm saying to you, making sense to you. Or it's not making sense to you. Yes. So your spirit man... Okay, must be trained to understand the language of God. So that when the Spirit of God speaks to you, you can, you can, you can catch it. Hmm? Yes. That's the first way, through the inward witness. And what it means is that your, 
your, your, you just need to be trained. You just need to know the word of God. You need to train your mind. That's all you need. That's all you need. If you catch that, you'll be surprised. This morning, when, as soon as I woke up, God spoke to me. <laughs> yes, and he spoke to me in the language of his word. Yes, he spoke to me in the language of his word. He brought scriptures. The Holy Spirit speaks scriptures. That's what I'm trying to say. He speaks what? Scriptures. If you don't know it, you don't, you don't know what's going on. Do you see? You will not know what's going on. But if you know it, you will know what's going on. When he talks, just like the way I spoke guy, you couldn't understand. It's a language. Some people understand it. Why? Their minds have been trained to, to know it. But some people don't understand because their minds have not been trained to know it. Same thing. God can speak to you. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. But if you don't know the language in which he's speaking, you will not know if he speaks to you. You'll be moving around. Making wrong decisions and falling into danger. Clear and present danger. When he's shouting, hey, my friend, don't go there. And you'll be going there. Wow. So, you need to train your mind. That is why you need to read the Bible. That's why I read my Bible. I don't read my Bible to come and preach to you. I read my Bible because I want to hear the Lord. I want to know what to do. Do you see? Yes. What to do. I want to hear the voice of the Spirit. I want to know the voice of the Spirit. And how can I know the voice of the Spirit? By the inward witness. The Holy Spirit bears witness with my spirit. What it means is that I, my spirit must become a guide for me. Okay? How do I get my spirit to become a guide for me? By training my spirit. And the way to train your spirit is actually to educate your mind in, in the language of the, of, of the Lord. Go to um, Proverbs. Proverbs chapter... 2027. Uh -huh. The spirit of man, so your spirit, is a candle of the Lord, searching on the inward parts of the belly. Your spirit man is a candle of the Lord. It is the means by which God guides you. Your spirit is the means by which God guides you. And he guides you by his spirit. I don't know if you get it. Uh -huh. And your, so you, you need to, your spirit cannot be a sure guide for you if you don't know the word. So you must start getting to know the word. Listen to it, read it, meditate on it, okay? And everybody needs a guide. <laughs> you need somebody to guide you in the word. You can't just pick the word and say, I'm reading it. It's powerful. You read, you understand something, but then you need to help, you need to have somebody who will help you understand. Like what I'm teaching you now, you need to hear it again and again and again. And again, the more you hear it, you hear it over and over and over again. You know the scriptures that I used. I use the scripture. I use that scripture. I, you get to know it, that this one is there, this one is there. You see, you just ask me a question, and I'm answering it for you, as though I prepared to answer you. The one who is answering is the Holy Spirit, who is in me. He is the one who reminds me, this scripture, that scripture, this scripture. So as I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm hearing. I'm doing two things at the same time. I'm hearing him. And talking to you at the same time so I hear and speak I hear and speak that's what that's what is happening yes so you can also have that that's what God wants for you yes so that every step of of your way is guided by the Spirit you see that's the first and primary way the Lord guides us by the inward witness through the word through the word through the word okay hello through the word. So you need to you need you need it. Not so that you can preach to somebody. No. 
Not so I can preach somebody. So that the Lord can talk to you. And you will hear. You can know the language of Jesus Christ. Yes. You can know the language of Jesus Christ. Know the language of God. And be able to pick up when he's talking to you. So that it's not just sounds. <laughs> A lot of people come to church, they just hear sounds. That's why they never, nothing happens in their lives. How many of you know what I'm talking about? A lot of, they are in church, but then they, 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 they are always hearing, Wum, mum, wum, mum. The preacher is preaching English. But you are hearing, Wum, mum, wum, mum, blush, 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 blush. You can't understand what is going on. Why? Because your, your mind is not trained to understand the word of God. But the, the more you listen, the more it changes. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. Let me show you this last scripture and then we'll pray. Okay? This is so important to me because it is important to God. Hmm? Jeremiah 3 15. 3 15. And I will not be silent. I will always worship you as long as, as, long as I am breathing. I will always worship As we are worshiping now, God can speak to you. But if you don't know, you do this. As long as I am living, I will. It will not do anything to you. Do you see? Because your mind has not been trained to know. So God gives you pastors. He says, I'll give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge. You see, I'm feeding you with knowledge right now. Shall feed you. Today I'm talking about feeding. That's what I'm talking about. Shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. You see, knowledge and understanding. And the more you're fed with knowledge and understanding through God's word, the more you can be guided. You know exactly what's going on at any particular time. The Lord can easily talk to you. He can easily whisper to you. He can easily say something to you. Look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2. Acts 13, verse 2. Let's read the Amplified. It says, while they were worshipping the Lord and fasting. Are we fasting? Yeah. You see, while they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, separate now for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So the Holy Spirit spoke to them whilst they were worshipping and fasting. So, Worship is a very critical time for God to speak to you. When you are not aware, you take worship for granted. Do you see? When the worship is coming, your mind is somewhere else. You see the way you can listen to Shatter's song, Shatawale's song, and it will enter you. Like, yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who are the, is, I've been a Christian for a long time, so I don't remember. I don't know who is, who is in vogue now. Who are those who are is it Rihanna? Is Rihanna still on? No. I hear Rihanna has become a billionaire now because people are listening to her songs. Uh -huh. who, who, who is on? Who is the one who is? Can you give me information? Don't pretend, Charlie. Say the thing and let's go. <laughs> who? 
You don't know. Hey. You should know. You should have current affairs. You should know current affairs. In Ghana, is it Kwame Eugene? Kwame Eugene, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Who? Black Sharif. Uh-huh. The rapper. <laughs> you see the way you can remember Black Sharif songs? Eh? <laughs> Something. I've, I've heard a song before. First sermon and second sermon and those things. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. You know, you, you, you are listening and you can pick the words up. Do you see? You can pick the words up. It's, it's the same with worship. You must learn to pick the words up. If you don't pick the word, if you don't bring your mind to it, you will not catch what is being said. Do you get it? And you lose, you lose it. Okay? You lose it. You need to know the words. For instance, and I will not be silent. I will always worship you as long as I am living. Is it breathing? Breathing. I will always worship you. This is my worship. All of my worship. Is it our song? It's, it's a song that is around, right? This is my worship. All of my worship. One, one thing that happens when you're worshiping is that oh, your worship is incense for the Lord. It's a sacrifice unto the Lord. That was his lips. The lifting up of my hands be as the evening sacrifice. Do you see? So as you are singing and worshiping and lifting your hands, when we say lift your hands, it's like, why are they punishing every time we should lift our hands? You don't. It's because you don't, if you knew what it meant, you would do it with understanding and you will get a, a result. Do you see? Uh-huh. So you really need to... You really need the word. That is why you must go for it. Okay? Did your mother pick your dress out for you today? You picked it out yourself, isn't it? You decided that I want this kind of, I want to wear this dress. And then you moved to get a lot of things done. In the same way, you need to move to get the word. It's, it's a sign of maturity. When you, are, when you grow up physically, you don't, you don't, nobody chooses your dress for you. You know that your hair is grown. You need to cut it. You know that your armpit is grown. You need to remove it. Isn't it? Hello? <laughs> you know there's hair in some places that must be, must be taken care of. No be so. In the same way, as you grow in the Lord, you get to know, like, you pick, you go for things. You go for the word. You see? You go for, you must decide that I want to know the Bible. I want to understand why we do this. I want to understand, understand why we do that. Why do we speak in tongues? Why do we worship? Why do we praise? What happens when... Those, those are decisions that you must make as a child of God. Because you can't be doing this thing. You say you're a child of God. And you don't understand any of the things that we are doing. I don't know if you get it. It's like joining a crowd on a demonstration and not knowing what they are demonstrating for. A lot of people do that. Yes, you are beating for nothing. Wow. Say, I refuse to be like that. Say it like you mean it. I refuse to be like that. Yes, you need, to, you need to learn all these things. How important words are, all those things. And you need to go for it. Maybe you just came to church, but we've been preaching these things for many years. That's why we, you, you go to the messages. You get it? You go, to, you go for the message, you listen. Okay, this and this and this and this and that. So that you can know. So that's the first way God speaks to you. Okay, there are three other ways. But this is good enough for today. Next Sunday, I'll answer the rest.
Okay, rise up upon your feet. Let's thank God for this morning. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. So your prayer is as what? Incense before the Lord. In the Old Testament, the priest will come every day with an incense for the Lord. I mean, they wanted God to be in their midst. You see, they wanted God to be with them. So they needed to do certain things. And one of the main things they needed to do was to make sure incense is brought before God every day. And in the New Testament, even David lets us know that the incense is actually the, our prayer. Our what? Prayer. prayer. Your prayer is incense. As you pray, incense rises up from you. Revelation, Revelation chapter, chapter 5, verse 8. And when they are taking the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lord, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. You see, our prayers are incense. The odors is incense. Eh? Your prayer is incense. And as your prayer rises to the Lord, as you pray to the Lord, look at the next verse. Look at what happens. And they sang a new song. That thou art holy and all of that. No, there's another one in uh, eight. Go to three. Another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. The golden censer was what brings the, the incense, okay? And there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of the saints, of all saints, upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Are you a child of God? You are the saint he's talking about. Next verse. And, it says, and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. So as you pray, that's what is happening. Your prayer is ascending before the Lord. Okay? Now, when the Lord receives your prayer and receives your, your incense, look at the next verse. Verse 5, please. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar. The censer that had the prayers inside, the incense, he took fire from the altar and put it inside the censer. And he cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. When your prayer goes up, the Lord responds with what? Voices and thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes. In other words, he brings what you, what you are doing. When you pray, Father, thank you, we give you glory, we give you praise. Didn't look like anything. And incense is nothing, it's just smoke. It's nothing. But that incense, when it rises up to the Lord, the result of it is thunder. Can you see thunder? Can you see thunder? Oh, you've not seen thunder before. Can you see thunder? Can you hear voices? Have you heard voices before? Yeah. I'm speaking to you, can you hear me, isn't it? Yeah. How, how about lightnings? Have you seen lightnings before? Yeah. How about earthquake? Have you seen or felt an earthquake before? Yeah. These are things that are physical that happens as a result of doing prayer. Normal, you are praying. Malaba, shodalaba, Father, thank you. We give you glory, we give you praise. The response is physical things. The, what you send is spiritual. You don't see it. But the response is what? Physical things. All the physical things that need to change around you will change as you pray. Hallelujah. It's called spiritual understanding. Eh? If you don't have this, if you don't know this, you, you just pray all the time. Ah, malaba, malaba. You are not expecting anything. But when you have understanding and you are praying with these things, you know that you can have a response. There can be a response. And there will be a response. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Okay? 
so this morning i want us to start off by thanking god hmm? let's thank god for his goodness for his blessings let's send, send for some incense of thanksgiving some incense of blessings to the lord father we are grateful we are thankful lift your voice lift your voice wherever you are Maladabayaba, Logadabalaba, Mando Shagadabai, E Larabalaba, Dagadaba, 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 Ando Logaraba, Shongini Baraba, Valo Rabalaba, Zagadaba. Don't keep quiet. Incense needs to go up. Incense needs to go up from you. Mando Hodeliba, Mando Hodeliba, Mando Lehidenavala, Hada Hada. Oh, we give you glory, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Maladaba, 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 Maladaba. E balara balaba. E balara balaba balaba. E balaba baraba balaba. Maladaba, 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 Maradoge Shadabai. Maradobe Shagadaba. E la balaba. Don't keep quiet, don't keep quiet. Rabalaba, Shogedebe, Madalaba, Madalaba, Rabalaba, Madalaba, Mandogesha, Mandogesha, Eladababa. Lift up your hands towards heaven and just give him praise, give him glory, give him praise, give him glory. Egadabalaba, Maloho de Lebelebe, Rabalo Labai, Labalo Labai, Labali, E Rabababa, E Balabalaba, Rabalaba, Egadabadaba. Madalabayaba, Radalabalaba, Egadabalaba, we give you glory. Madabalaba, Emalaba, Rabalaba, Agadaba, Ragalaba, Egadabayaba, Mandalabalaba, 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 Rabalaba, Rabalaba, Ebalaba, Malologodobo, 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 Ambalaba, Ambalaba, Ambalaba. Egadabayaba, Mandala Balibi, Mandala Balibi, Mandala Balibi, give him glory, give him praise. Hallelujah. The next thing I want us to pray about is that service will change your life. It will be a life changing encounter with the Lord. That the word of God will change your life. That the word that you hear through the prayer like we are praying now through the worship through dance through music through preaching and teaching will change your life is it a good prayer topic yes there was a man called jehoshaphat in the bible he was an ordinary soldier but a word from god changed his life changed his destiny forever he was met by a prophet and the prophet told him this is what is going to happen in your life you are going to become the king of israel god is going to tear the kingdom from Solomon and David and give it to you. He'll give you 10 of them. He took his shirt and divided it into 12 and gave him 10 and said, God is giving you 10. And it happened in his life. He had an encounter with the word and what he had, the encounter he had is what happened in his life practically. So you are praying that today will be a power encounter with the word for you. Lift up your voice right now, wherever you are. Let your word proceed with power and let it change me let it change me let me have a great 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 encounter with your word a great encounter with your word the word that will change my life 
the word that will set me on the right path and take me where God wants me to be. In the name of the Lord Jesus.